Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Sex Panther. What's going on? Uh, you know... And closer to the 90, 93% max. And, and, and I, I was like, I, I need some talk time. I need, I need to get some Panther time out here. So he just went and took the day off. And now we get some sexy maxi time. So I'm pretty excited. Since he took over, since Max is doing Max Bet on Sunday, I haven't talked to Saxy in like a fucking month. What's cool? Oh my God, Panther! What is going on? I—I I mean, I've been missing the hell out of you. I, obviously, Rosie has something to say this morning, and I've been missing the hell out of her too. There's nothing, nothing like a good, uh, beautiful, uh, Rosie-related podcast here going on already. But uh, man, it's been—it's been, it's been a, a wild ride on that Sunday show so far. Uh, you know, I—I'm I, starting to feel, you know, uh, what what you guys uh, feel. You know, talking to Mad Max every week. You know, you guys talk to him every day, and I'm not going to fire any shots, but it is very nice to be back and mixing it up um, and, and to be filling both Panther and Mad Max's holes in different respects today. So I, I'm more than ready to chat some NFL season and uh, ready to kiss uh, baseball season goodbye. Mm. So you uh, leapt ahead of Max, right? In the, uh, the dollar amount after last Sunday. Uh, perplexingly, I did somehow, somehow. And I, you know, the Mad Max wants me to take this as my, you know, joy ride of that. You know, in reality, he's the one who's actually risking a lot more. I think that I've, I've just been mitigating my risk. And so by, uh, we, we probably have similar to the same, like stand, like record actually at the end of the day, if you're, uh, mathematically looking at how many wins and losses him and I both have. But I think that I've, uh, I, I took a couple money lines that helped me out a little bit here. And, uh, so I, I am doing just a hair better than him, but you know, for him and I right now, it's really just a race back to the black. <laughs> that's, 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 what, that's what him and I are doing. I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think you guys are doing a little bit better on your NFL season thus far. Isn't that correct? I, I think so. Yeah. But you got yourself backed into a corner and you had to make some wild plays and it worked out. Good job. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. Pan- I think I'm just hovering around 500. Yeah, that's about right. Panther. It's time, man. Um, speaking of wild plays, we all submitted our DJ power rankings to you. And then you took them, you put them in a hat, you shook it up, and then you pulled them out one at a time and came up with the official DGen power ranking. So let's go through it. Number one, the Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. Three, Philadelphia Eagles. Four, Baltimore Ravens. Five, the San Francisco 49ers. 
Six, the Green Bay Packers. Sixth, also tied, Cincinnati Bengals. Eight, Dallas Cowboys. Nine, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And tied for 10th, the Minnesota Vikings and the Miami Dolphins. Thoughts, Panther? You know, the interesting thing here is between the three of us, we actually only had 12 teams listed. Um, Tenth, the only other team that got votes was Jacksonville. Max is either it's either his brain or his formula just loves him some Jacksonville. But I think you know the top three. I think you just put those in a hat, literally shake them up, and you could come up with an argument for Buffalo number one, Philadelphia number one, Kansas City number one. Like I think the top three have pretty much separated themselves. It gets pretty interesting. You know, Baltimore. Max and I both had them. Four, your um, formula didn't have them quite as high. But then after that, I mean, Green Bay, Cincinnati, Dallas, Tampa Bay. Uh, we like these teams. I don't think we love these teams. A bunch of questions surrounding a bunch of these teams. Um, I, I'm not surprised. I actually thought, thought this is kind of how it would come out. I, I'd like to sit here and like, oh, well, why'd you do this? Or why did Mac... I don't have a problem with these rankings. What do you think, Arch? Max isn't here to defend himself, so I won't go too hard into the paint here. I have a real hard time with picturing Jacksonville as the number eight team in the National Football League. As the eighth eighth team. I I can't wrap my head around that. Mm -hmm. We'll have to have Max explain that Mm -hmm. one to us sometime. I think he... No, please go. uh, I, I think that has to do with maybe the eyeball test and the potential, the level of competition and basically how they played, right? They knocked off a, who knows what we think about the Colts. They beat the shit out of the chargers. Like they've been in the, even in their losses, they've been in those games. So I think Jacksonville to me passes the eyeball test almost mildly better than the Detroit lions because the lions have nothing, nothing resembling just any kind of pretend defense or Detroit would probably be in this list, but their defense causes them problems. So I, I get his love for Jacksonville. I agree with you. I don't see them as the number eight team, but this is a team that could be there when the season's over. It could be sexy. What about, what is your thoughts? Looking yeah, at this list? I, I, well, you know, looking at this list right now, uh, <laughs> Part of me just believes that the the 49ers are a little bit high on this list. It seems like they're a little bit high on this list. For some reason, I believe that, like, uh, and this may be me building a bridge to Green Bay right now, but uh, I, I, I kind of believe that Green Bay might be, you know, ahead of them. Uh, now, I, Dallas is an interesting case given the fact that their quarterback, they, they may act legitimately have a quarterback controversy in Dallas. And, uh, you know, Tampa Bay, um and uh cincinnati i feel like those two teams are somewhat uh intertwined with their their teams that look like or, or we feel like they should be better than what they're actually performing at right now so we're kind of pushing them up a little bit um i and, and i do i do like both of those squads i mean obviously i think they're all better than minnesota who's approximately about the 12th team in the league dolphins with their question marks at the quarterback uh position i i mean i think that there's kind of an opening uh, potentially for some other teams to kind of come in like a Jacksonville uh, that that can provide a little more consistency at the position. But, you know, uh, I, I don't have a lot of issues with this list, to be honest. You know, like I said, I think San Francisco is a little bit high for my for my liking, but that's about it, to be honest. That's even, that's, even that's after a- even after taking the Rams to the woodshed. 
Listen, they've been eating their lunch for for years, for seasons. <laughs> that, that's that's what you guys were talking about that. They, they, it, it is it is it is like clockwork. There are some things that are like clockwork, and uh, uh, what is it? The NFC West, you know, the, the the trio of teams just eating one another's lunches is just for some reason that's something that just happens year to year to year to year, and it, it, they just match up well against one another. Uh, the, the the rock paper scissors of the NFC West that is. So I I don't know. For me, I I, I have trouble. I, I think that it's more smoke and mirrors to me right now, San Francisco, I'm not ready to buy in to uh, this team that wanted to move on from Jimmy G and is now stuck with him. Panther? Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah. yeah, hard to argue with that. I think, like, like I mentioned yesterday, I don't think anybody loves San Francisco, but they do everything well. They're not flashy. They're not explosive, but they're efficient. They play good defense. They run the ball. And Garoppolo doesn't make a ton of mistakes. Um, they're there. They're ranked this high because Arch's model... Uh, his his computer system spit that out that high. Uh, I I had him eighth and Max had him ninth. But um, but the one that really stood out to me more so than the Jacksonville play for Max. And again, he's not here to defend himself. But he had Dallas fifth. And I, listen, I know they're winning. I know their defense is playing really well. But I don't know that this level of me. Their offense production with Cooper Rush is sustainable. Um, Arch, you like Dallas that much as much as Max? No, I had them. I think eighth or ninth in my list. Yeah, eighth. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I I think Dallas is a good team. They're not the best team. Uh, so yeah, I think Dallas at eight. That's probably <laughs> that's probably right where I would put them. Um, Dallas is interesting. You know, Arch, yeah. I got a quick question go, for you. Go go. So, Oh, well, I, I don't mean I don't mean to detract from the whole Dallas discussion here, but you know your model—it looks like it really likes ex New England quarterbacks because right after the top three, it was San Francisco and uh, uh, Tampa Bay, right? <laughs> I like Tampa Bay. I do. They're not playing the best football right now. I think we can all admit that. But I mean, we have to ask ourselves: Is the power ranking a reflection of the entire season or just the season to this point? You know, because Tampa Bay has been decimated by injuries. When December, January rolls around, this could be almost an entirely new uh, team When it, if everybody comes back. I don't believe all their wide receivers have been listed out for the season, have they? No, none of them had listed out for the yeah. season. Um, so Evans already came back. He was only gone for one-game suspension. Julio Jones, though, is is I don't think he's old, but God, he's old because he can't stay healthy. Uh, Godwin is also having trouble staying on the field. They went out and got Cole Beasley, not exactly the fountain of youth there. Um, but for me, you know, I, I ranked Tampa Bay 10th. And for me, it's one, they haven't looked that great offensively. But two, now that we actually have divorce lawyers in play, I really have questions about Tom Brady's head. So you dropped Tampa Bay... What about four or five slots for losing to the number two team in the NFL? Uh, for losing and not looking very good. Uh, okay, just just asking, just asking. <laughs> the Chiefs, you have them pretty high, don't you? Are they? Who's your number one? Kansas City is my number one. Okay, so in your mind, losing not you know losing to the number one team in the NFL, you just drop them like a stone. It, well, it, it's not that. It's the totality of the whole thing. I, I'm not in love with this Tampa Bay team. Matter of fact, I think we thought it was Tampa Bay or bust when we did our preseason, when we talked about preseason. But right now, I like 
I way like Philadelphia more than Tampa Bay, and I probably even like San Francisco more than Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is going to have to show me something because the product I'm seeing on the field right now is – I don't know how anybody can feel very confident in them. What about you, Saxy? How do you, I, how do you do that? You know what? I think that this <clears throat> I don't know. I think this brings up a great point. The, the idea is that the NFC is going to be really up for grabs. Is that, that that's going to be a fun division to watch come December and January? Uh, because it, it doesn't seem like, at least right now, there's a, there's a team that is asserting itself uh, with complete dominance. I mean, the, the Philadelphia Eagles obviously are uh, uh, are, are quality, uh, but I, I think that we're still all uh, for some reason we're, we're we're kind of all thinking: Is this real? Is this just the first four games of the season? Are they just extra, you know, on top of it compared to? Uh, who they've uh, the competition they've played i mean let's be real here uh you know they did play the vikings so <laughs> uh, that's, that's a free check mark right there for them but i mean w- with that in mind i think <clears throat> i think the nsc is gonna be a lot of fun tampa bay i i, I think that I mean, Panther, are you projecting that Tampa Bay is going to, in the future, fall back a little bit more? And are you incorporating more of the future in your power ranking with with divorce lawyers, et cetera? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm like, I'm looking at what we've seen and what we expect. I still expect them to win the division. I still expect them to be in the playoffs. And if they're healthy, you know, to Arch's point, they're very capable of beating a Philadelphia or San Francisco. But ranking of what I've seen right now, uh, I they're maybe the fourth or fifth best team in the NFC right now. Hmm. We should talk about Philadelphia for a minute. How much of it is Philadelphia a product of a good team and how much are they a product of an easy schedule Panther? Uh, Yes, both. Um, I, I think the easy schedule helps a good team build confidence. There was questions on whether or not Jalen Hurts was the guy. There was questions on who the running back was going to be and and how A.J. Brown was going to play into this offense. And this, you know, so-called easy schedule. I mean, the the, the worst teams and the best teams really aren't that far apart. We've discussed that before. But, yes, they've been some non-playoff caliber teams. But the thing is, Philadelphia has done what you're supposed to do to those teams. Outside of the Detroit Lions game, which we already talked about the Lions offense, uh, outside of that game, they've pretty much really taken care of business with with double-digit wins. And I think that confidence, the health factor, um, and Jalen Hurts not really having to look over his shoulder, it, it paints a picture that, hey... This is a really, really good team on both sides of the ball. I don't, I don't think we even talk about the defense as much because Jalen Hurts and, and that offense get so much chit-chat. But that defense is really good as well. Um, and you figure the commanders aren't good, the Giants are a fraud, and Dallas lacks explosion. Uh, Philadelphia, I think, really wins the East, pulling away and legitimately is got to be now the favorite to be the number one seed in the NFC. Sexy, what do you think? Is Philadelphia for real, or is this an Arizona Cardinal-sized mirage? Oh, boy. Wow. Well, I don't think it's Arizona Cardinals' level of mirage here. Now, I mean, okay, looking back, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to dig a little bit deeper into their last, you know, uh, the, these four wins they had. First off, again, Vikings, they beat a team 
that was, I would say, I mean, Vikings reasonably could have shown up and been competitive in that game and then weren't. And so they, they, but they showed up and they won that game. They took care of business there against the Jaguars. They took care of business. Yes. They covered the seven and a half. Yes. But looking at the box score of the game, Jacksonville went ahead by 14 and then uh, in the first, and then it took uh, the Eagles storming back in the second with 20 points to kind of uh, put that game to, to, to reel that game back in a little bit and uh, to actually pull out the W. And then, um, you know, obviously week one against the Lions, that was a bit closer than I think we all would have thought that game should have been. Um, uh, and yes, the Lions are kind of a plunky team that we do like. At the same time, again, are they taking care of business against the Eagles? Or are the Eagles taking care of business against the Lions? Was that them taking care of business? I don't know. Um, against the Commanders, yes. And that's an that, that's a divisional opponent. Divisional games are weird. They still, you know, won, uh, what is it, by 16. So they, they, they had a, a great showing there. It, I, I'm not 100% positive that it's full-on Mirage, but I think that we need to see them play against uh, uh, said Cardinals this week and see <laughs> uh, how, they, how they show up. Because, I mean, we're going to get a better idea I think the next three weeks, there's, they have Cardinals, Cowboys, uh, Steelers. So now Cowboys, Steelers, they should take care of business against those teams. Those should be easy peasy, take care of business there. Cardinals, maybe a little more competitive, but still should probably win by, what, five? What the, I don't know what the line's at right now, five and a half, <laughs> something like that. They should they should probably win that game by that much. So uh, let's see if, if over the next three weeks they're able to show that level of consi- consistency. And perhaps then uh, I, I would say then they are, you know, uh, deserving. Uh, I will fully believe in them earning that top three kind of spot being up there, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And to talk about uh, to talk about the Washington Commanders for a second, they may be they they may want to reach out to Mitch Trubisky and, and put Carson on the bench. I think oh, I think God. the Wentz experiment might be coming to an end pretty quick. I mean, Trubisky had Trubisky had more talent in Pittsburgh than he's going to have in Washington. If he couldn't make that work, I think the Mitch Trubisky is going to be a clip holder for the rest of his career. Uh, this was uh, his opportunity. I don't know that Pittsburgh put him in the best situation because the offensive coordinator up there is a flipping joke, but Washington doesn't have near the talent that I think the Steelers do on the offensive side of the ball. But, you know, Arch, Max, and, yeah, Max I and you talk about the, the Philadelphia Eagles every week when we bring them up. You know, we, we talk about them on Saturday with Phil. Are we overreacting? Are they are they a mirage or are we rating them fairly? I don't know. I honestly don't know. <laughs> they, they're coming out and they're kicking ass every week. It looks like so. I mean, they, they can only beat the people that they're scheduled to play. And Belichick famously said, "You are what your record says you are." So it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I if if Max is right and Jacksonville is that good of a team, then Philadelphia is absolutely for real. Because they got tested against Jacksonville, they had everything going against them, and they still won the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, that everything against them, like I, I wanted to point out to, to Saxy, that fourteen nothing lead. Part of that was Philadelphia shooting themselves in the foot. That was a pick six that they got seven points, and Jacksonville obviously earned offensively earned that other seven points. But the defense is only responsible for that seven points before Philadelphia went on that twenty nine point barrage. And then Jacksonville got a backdoor seven to, to make it look closer. I, that game was really never in doubt. You know, it looked it looked like 14 nothing. All Jacksonville's here to play, but that was just Philadelphia. I'm telling you, man, sacks and turnovers. If there's one thing I've seen and that I'm looking at at teams on these the first four weeks, it's quarterback sacks. How's that offensive line holding up and turnovers? You keep those down, you're winning a shit ton of games. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, 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 as much as you can control that. All right, any final thoughts mm-hmm. on the uh, the power rankings or anything in general, Saxy? Oh goodness! Uh, no, I I I don't have anything else to bring to this discussion. I don't think I'm. I'm, okay. I'm you know what? I uh, I've been tilting on my on my Vikings all year, and I will continue to tilt on my goddamn Vikings week to week. You can hear me do that on Max Bet Sunday. <laughs> there you go, Panther. Wrap it up. Give us put put this whole thing in a bow. But, you know, we're only allowed a fourth of the way through the season, not even a fourth because of that 17th game. So um, a lot can happen. Um, there's still I, here's the one the one little name still floating out there that and I hear Green Bay's flirting with him. Uh, Odell Beckham is going to end up on a team. And this is a talent that can be a difference maker for a for a team that maybe is on the verge of kind of breaking out. Need that breakaway player um obviously the rams could use him again green bay could use him i don't know why he would ever want to go back to the giants but possibly there so uh we're a fourth of the way there's i I, we're going off what we see i don't want to overreact and say we know anything but so far you see some teams that are maybe in trouble and there's some to me there's only three teams that really stand out that i know for a fact are really good all right so uh, let's take a breather here. Saxy, did you want to talk to the people or should I talk to the people? I mean, I can talk to the people. What do you want me to talk about? I think we talk about the book club. Well, I think we do. I mean, that's where we're recording right now. So, I mean, as you guys know, the book club is our currently only currently. And this is this is in with a star next to it, asterisk next to it. Currently only $25 a month. The book club is a beautiful place where DGens like you, like me, can talk and chat during the day. We can talk about how uh, what the fuck's going on at our work. We can talk about what we're looking at for betting tonight. We can talk about women's water polo lines. We can talk about anything that we want to. Uh, you know, maybe a Danica Patrick or who is who is it? Yeah, Kelly Deegan pictures. There we Ooh. go. Uh, we, we can talk about <laughs> I did I know, search. So <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Panther, uh, will you forward me your uh, browser history, please? Uh, anywho, uh, it's it's a beautiful place for us all to chat and mingle throughout the day. Uh, it's only twenty five dollars a month for now, but that's only for now. So, folks, head on out uh, to thedgens.net. You can book it to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, Djens. Proud to say that we're. Once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. 
Shop now at Hero.co. All right. Yeah, if you were in the book club, you would have watched Phil and Steve break the NASCAR board <laughs> earlier this week. They posted some of their thoughts and then Love it. they took it all down. They took the boards down. <laughs> Just they. Oh, boy. They're in across bad. the board. Yeah. The, 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 the handicappers are in such a bad position next to Phil and Steve. Phil and Steve pounce on every little mistake they make. It's incredible. Wonderful. These guys have jobs. This is their job. This is the, this is yeah. literally their job. I, like Phil, Phil took a job just for insurance. Uh, he, th- this is what he does. He is a professional racing handicapper. And the the people that have joined the book club, if blindly, you don't have to know shit about racing. Follow Phil and Steve. You're gonna make money. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you want to bet baseball today? Did you want to look at the playoffs where it's sitting? It's Jesus up to you guys. Christ. I mean, we can take the I, day off. I t- I wrote down plays if we had to, but after an zero and three yesterday, fuck base like so much. I've been baseball has been fucking me so hard for the last month. Uh, yeah, let's take let's talk playoffs. Okay, we can talk playoffs because there's only one game today I really give a shit about. Saxy, you know which game I'm talking about. This is the only game today I'm actually going to pay attention to. Oh yeah, I, you you and me are actually both on this game, Arch. I'm pretty sure. Let's talk about that, that one real quick. This is Rockies at Dodgers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I I didn't even see who the pitching matchup was. None of that matters. The it's only Kershaw. reason why I care about this game, uh, are, yeah, of course, it's Kershaw. Well, actually, okay. Uh, honestly, Kershaw in Colorado has had a rough go of it in the past. However, Rockies in LA, a little bit different uh, of a thing. But um, this is a bet for the memes. Okay, the Rockies are at sixty-eight wins this year. One more win would bring it to sixty-nine. Nice, and I would like to see that. So for the memes, I am betting on the Rockies. Uh, once uh, for me, the line hadn't posted yet. I think it did it post up at around what like uh, plus one ninety, plus two two fifteen, something plus around there. Plus two sixty right now. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh lottery ticket. Yes, well, not it, it, this is very much lottery ticket territory here. Let's do it. I I will I will put uh myself down for the rocks to hit 69 nice. <laughs> Panther, you got any thoughts on this one? Listen, I get the lottery ticket and if I've seen anything in the month of September and these 4 days of October is just take the fucking dogs. Just take the dogs. Because the playoff teams aren't even trying hard. I think the only reason they're even pitching Kershaw here is just to keep him in his standard rotation, which means he'll probably pitch game two or game three when they get to the divisional series. Uh, so I, I'd expect him to go about five innings, much like I said Verlander would do last night. Um, they're just keeping his arm warm. Uh, but God damn it, plus 270 or whatever. Yeah, all the value on the Rockies. The reason we're glued to this game, Max and I are glued to this game, is because... We've got a futures bet on Colorado, and it's to go over 68 and a half wins. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it all comes down to this. Oh, boy. So the hedge? Come on, This is a hedge play. Man, you can't really hedge on a minus 323 money line. <laughs> so we're going to be praying. Uh, Max is going to get his Daryl Strawberry altar out and, and just light a little crack rock on, under it to, to, you know, to, to, to appease some baseball gods. I don't know. I'm going to keep an eye on this. I mean, if the Colorado, if Colorado somehow manages to get up and somehow miraculously a minus 323 number becomes a live plus number, maybe I'll hedge the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. But right now, you know, it's just uh, just going to pray. Just going to pray that the Rockies can somehow miraculously win this game. 
This is incredible, on, Vegas Rox. nailed on, that. Rox. <laughs> nailed it perfectly. It's one of the only ones. I mean, they, they 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 tend to be good at that. Yeah, yeah. All right, postseason picture. I've got the bracket up on screen for everybody in the book club to see. Not much has changed. We we're, we're locked into Mets, Padres, Cardinals, Phillies, Blue Jays, Mariners, Guardians, Rays. That's our that's our opening opening round games. Panther, what are your thoughts? You know, I think mostly because of Max, but I think that this early round, this we're going to be focused on the Mets. And I, I think game one for them to get into the divisional series is a absolute must win. They cannot put out, they haven't even announced who the pitcher is going to be, but I got to assume it's either DeGrom or Scherzer. They can't lose that game because you don't want to have to pitch the other one game two. And if you lose that game, I feel like you have to. I, I think for me, the Mets, they should beat the Padres. The Padres just, I mean, back toward their way into these playoffs. They haven't been very good. I, I like the Mets here, and I, I want them to win 2-0 so they can get their rotation set up uh, in a much more interesting divisional series. Um, Philadelphia, God, with this, that team is about untrustworthy as anybody we've seen. Sometimes they show up and, and rip the cover off the ball, and other times they just absolutely shit the bed. I, going against a St. Louis team that is not flashy, but they do everything right. They pitch well, and if you believe in drama, I guess, you know, with Pujols and Wainwright and Molina, like – I almost expect the Cardinals to make a deep run. This is going to be a, a fun series, but I think St. Louis probably comes out on top there. Um, going up to the American League, Seattle's got a chance just because the Toronto is like the Canadian version of the Phillies. Like We just don't know what to expect from them. Their pitching looks good on paper, but in reality, it hasn't been that good, and Seattle has really been a pain in the ass to everybody this season. Uh, and Tampa Bay... Good guy. I I think Cleveland could actually sweep this because Tampa Bay just can't score. They rely way too much on their pitching. They're basically the, a, another version of the Marlins, except they score a little bit better than the Marlins do. But their pitching's really good, but their hitting's not. So I think Cleveland comes out on top there. That's that's what I'm looking at here in the uh, wild card round. You know, pitching. Okay, we kind of forgot this lesson maybe <laughs> because of the Braves, but historically, pitching is at a premium in uh, in, in the baseball postseason, and and everyone's batting kind of goes down a little bit because just you know it, it's all hands on deck. It's it's every pitch matters. You don't give Tampa Bay a puncher's chance because you know they have really good pitching. I give them a puncher's chance, but the, the really good pit, they've been pitching really good all season. And they're they're just they lose close games. They're just not putting up enough runs. I think if they pitch really well, they're still going to need three three four runs. And this team's hitting so bad. I don't know if they can get that. Um, so I mean, I'm not counting them out. But the way they've played, and in particular to this wild card round. Yes, somebody's calling Sex Panther right now. Someone's blowing up his phone, one of his hoes. Saxy, what about you? What are you looking at? Oh, goodness. Well, you know, uh, first off, I was going to say, it's it's funny how the uh, the El Central uh, 
Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I look like, you know, we, we, we joke about how they're, this is clearly like, you know, the crap division <laughs> of the in, in baseball. And uh, guess what? They, they, they may actually make it past the first round. I, I, I kind of don't think that's going to happen. I kind of actually like Tampa Bay in that first round. Um, looking at the Seattle-Tampa Bay series, or sorry, uh, the Seattle, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Blue Jays series, I, I, I actually kind of like Seattle to, to uh, in that one as well. I think I think I think it's gonna be nice and close there. Um, Philadelphia, St. Louis. I I've been a fan of St. Louis this year. It's kind of been a magical season, and I don't know if uh, if if we've you know um, uh, poetically discussed how this this season is you know kind of like the last hurrah for a lot of folks uh, on that squad with uh, Pujols, Molina, and. Um, uh, Wainwright, uh, you know, kind of them all having a last go of it. So, you know, you have to wonder if there's a little bit of a team coming together and that's been together for a while. A lot of old MLB shit kind of <laughs> coming together in there. <laughs> I, I, I kind of I kind of like St. Louis in that series. And, you know, I don't necessarily hate them uh, in the second round either. Now, of course, they're going to meet a buzzsaw in uh, uh, the LA Angels or the Mets, whoever, you know, pretty much comes out of there. I I, I, I'm, I am counting uh, Santiago out. And, uh, you know, they, they may tell me to go fuck myself, but I am <laughs> I, I am uh, I'm counting them out uh, right away. Uh, I, I think I think that the Mets, you know, like you said, Arch, uh, pitching's at a premium in the postseason. And I mean, um, they, they haven't been too fish-esque this year mm. uh, with only, you know, uh, with, with those one score games, et cetera. So I think that they can pull it off, uh, at least in this first round. Now, your words hurt, Saxy. They sting. You accidentally <laughs> called the Braves the Angels, which was my mm. play for the Angels to sneak into the playoffs. So I, I like that little uh, backhanded oh, stab. You you, you, you plunge the <laughs> knife right in the back. <laughs> God, yeah, the, I'm so the sorry. Met- <laughs> you know. <clears throat> Don't worry. Sorry, I've, the Mets are set up really good. They remind me of the 2001 Diamondbacks with Schilling and Johnson. With DeGrom and Scherzer, I mean, that you've got any team. It doesn't matter who it is, Dodgers, um, Phillies, whoever. You've got to beat these guys or you're not winning a series. It, it, it creates a tough, tough matchup for the opponents, having two stellar aces like uh, DeGrom and Scherzer. Mm. I'm, I'm, I don't know that they can stand toe to toe with the Dodgers. I really don't. But I mean, hell, this is every, this is every season. The Dodgers are incredible, but they, they tend to stumble in the playoffs. Correct me if I'm wrong. They have one COVID series, COVID, COVID World Series, right? Right, right. Yeah. They're Laker esque. Yeah. And and Kershaw in October is just stellar, right? Yeah. Well, that might be why he's pitching today. No, you can go Come nine. On, Clayton, Come you can on, go nine. Rocks. Yeah. yeah. Clayton's pitch count. Strain is, your yeah. strain his elbow while you're at it. We're his, good. his pitch We're count good. is around two hundred today, so <laughs> I'm I mean, really, they could they could go Anderson, Gonsolin, Urias and put him in, in the, the fourth hole if they needed to. Right, right. I mean, I I, I don't know what oh. you do. I don't know what you do there, but I like the Mets. I, I agree. I <laughs> St. Louis should run through Philadelphia that it should happen, but the Phillies are such a weird team. You don't know. I am kind of eyeballing Tampa Bay though. I really am. I think they could upset the guardians and, uh, you know, then get crushed by the Yankees, but I'm going to be looking at Tampa Bay when the lines are posted. We really want to keep an eye on that. We want to keep an eye on the game and series prices on that one. It's not a fan of Cleveland in the playoffs mm-hmm. and uh god damn i have no idea mariners blue jays i have no idea what's going to happen in that one it's going to be exciting that that was the to me is probably the biggest toss-up on the surface you'd think toronto but they haven't looked what we expected 
um, you know, preseason, we love Toronto and they never, ever looked the part. What are they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll be fun. All right. Well, this was fun today, but it's, you know, like all good things it has to come to an end. Let's take a look at the book club. I don't think we had any comments. 69 is the magic number. Rory Rory picks came in. There we go. Oh, you know it. Uh, Listen, we're we're all on that magic number today. Oh boy, let's do it, guys. We gotta will this. We gotta we gotta put out positive vibes today. We gotta make this happen. Colorado, let's go. Come on, Ron. All right, what did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL power rankings. It's out. And we talked a lot about the Eagles. Are they for real? Are they a product of their schedule? Does that even matter? Because they may not be for real, but they, they may be for real and a product of their schedule. It may not matter. We talked about baseball. We talked about our Rockies. We got it. Everyone's a Rocky fan today. And we, t- of course, talked about the MLB playoffs and kind of a, kind of a general thought. Saxy, any final thoughts? Oh, homies. Well, Arch, you know, it's a pleasure as always to join you guys uh, on a weekday here. But y'all DJs, you know what to do. Head on out to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com so you can buy a shirt. Currently, I was checking it, 15% off everything, including the very modern Out of Bounds logo that strangely has no peni in it and the totally perfect and beautiful MaxBet NFL t-shirt. Hit us up on Twitter, at BettingAbsolute. Download and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Oh, Saxy, it was so good to hear your voice and talk to you today. Uh, no degenerate parlay. We made no bets. Nothing. So you have to check out the book club and see our bets. Well, I'm sure we'll have some stuff posted in there. But uh, looking forward to some Thursday night football tomorrow and some playoff baseball. I do believe when Max comes back, we're going to be talking some hockey tomorrow. So uh, everything's just getting ready to blow up this month. You guys can blow up with us in the book club. Shout us out. Give us a call by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you're doing today and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.